From WNYC, this is Money Talking. I'm Charlie Herman. This week, a video of local news anchors across the country reading the same promo about fake news got a lot of attention. The sharing of biased and false, false news has, has become, become all too common on, on social, social media. media. This compilation was put together by the website Deadspin, but the scripts were given to the anchors by the owner of the station's Sinclair Broadcast Group. Many saw this as an effort to discredit the press at large, and another example of Sinclair pushing a conservative agenda through local news reports. It's odd to see all of these anchors saying the same thing at the same time with the words that have come out of one uh, central location in uh, Baltimore, Maryland. And Sinclair wants to get even bigger. It's looking to buy Tribune Media for $3.9 billion. If the deal goes through, Sinclair could add up to 42 stations to the nearly 200 it already owns. For that to happen, it will need government approval. Joining me to talk about the company are two media reporters, Maxwell Tani from The Daily Beast and Hadas Gold from CNN, who joins by Skype. And Hadas, a lot of people may not know that their favorite local station, their ABC or CBS or Fox station, is actually owned by Sinclair. Can you tell me a little bit more about them and how they got so big? Sure. That's a common misconception people have is that when they're watching their, you know, ABC 15 local news, that it's actually owned by ABC headquartered in New York. But that's not often the case. Sinclair Broadcast is one of these networks that owns local stations around the country. And they actually started decades ago. And over time, they've gathered more networks. And unlike some of the other local uh, television affiliates, they didn't focus on specifically one or two networks like an ABC or NBC stations. They just were gathering them indiscriminately. And they have honestly become the biggest, if not, they're not already the biggest, they are soon to be the biggest with this Tribune acquisition local television owner across the country. Max, they have often been described as conservative and that they're pushing an agenda If I'm a viewer, how do I actually know that? So there's a little bit of a distinction here, right? Because what the local stations do is all the things that are familiar to you, traffic, weather, crime stories, stories about cats getting stuck in trees, that kind of deal. Where the accusation of conservative bias, and a lot of times it's justified, comes in are these uh, must-run segments, which include some conservative commentaries, as well as a few national news segments, which sometimes are straight down the middle and other times in which, you know, maybe it's maybe they have a little bit more of a of an ideological bent. Sinclair requires its stations to run these terrorism alert segments uh, daily in some instances. And a lot of critics have said that's um, an instance of fear mongering that maybe doesn't belong on your local news broadcast next to, say, your local traffic jam. I was just going to say, I'd like to note that this criticism of them being conservative is not new. They have been criticized for having a conservative bent for years now. If you think back to 2004, There was issues relating to an anti-John Kerry documentary that they were going to force their stations to air. They refused at one point to air uh, Ted Koppel on Nightline reading the list of Americans killed uh, in the Iraq war. They've gained prominence, though, in the last few years because of how big they are getting to the point that if this deal with Tribune goes through, something like seven out of 10 Americans would see Sinclair Station in that local news media that a lot of people still rely on. Max, I remember when I started off in TV news that there were limits on ownership uh, of local stations by a larger network. So how is Sinclair even able to try and buy Tribune? Essentially, the FCC brought back uh, a loophole which allowed Sinclair to own and and partially operate certain stations in, in major markets. It's a very technical frequency question. But the gist is essentially 
essentially that um, Ajit Pai, who's the FCC chairman under Trump, is seen as being very favorable to Sinclair. He's actually currently under investigation by both the um, FCC and the Department of Justice who are overseeing this merger, as well as um, some Democratic uh, members of Congress who are really concerned about this. Pai, since he's come in, has basically opened up all these different technical loopholes which have benefited Sinclair. There's also accusations that the family who owns Sinclair had met with Pi just days before he issued some new rules that would ease up some of these restrictions. And that's part of what the inspector general is looking at at the FCC. This Sinclair merger is happening at the same time that AT&T wants to buy Time Warner. And the Trump administration is fighting to block that in court. Uh, Hadass, you're actually there in the courtroom covering that trial So where do things stand with the Trump administration when it comes to Sinclair wanting to get bigger? This is really what is confusing a lot of people on Wall Street and a lot of journalists, a lot of people who study media ownership, because the way the administration is approaching the AT&T Time Warner deal and Time Warner CNN's parent company uh, is sort of in the opposite way of their approaching the Sinclair deal, at least so far, because the government is arguing in this case with AT&T that AT&T owning Time Warner would would just make them too powerful. They'd have too much power, not only over the content that people watch, but also in the way people watch it. And that's why it should be stopped. With Sinclair, it's sort of a similar idea. There's concerns that one company would become too powerful. They would reach, like we said, seven out of 10 Americans, but they would just have too much power over too many news outlets in the United States. So that's why people are saying, hold on a second, why are you approaching the AT&T Time Warner issue one way and the Sinclair issue another way? And that's where people start bringing up this bias uh, question. And they're questioning, Well, I mean, as we've seen just from the president's tweets, he sure seems to like Sinclair. He sure doesn't seem to like CNN, which is owned by Time Warner. Is there something else going on behind the scenes here? Max, can you discern why Sinclair wants to keep getting bigger? Is it financial or do they want to create a network like Fox or is it political? I think it's always been financial. Uh, it wants to basically be as large as possible and run as cheaply as possible. And look, I mean, if you talk to a lot of local anchors like I have been over the past few days, it, basically what they've been saying is, hey, these guys are not really, we've rarely heard from our Sinclair regional directors. We don't really get very many actual political directives. They're not really actually super involved politically beyond some of these must-run segments and some of these commentaries. Hadas, do you see any particular repercussions when a national media company comes in and buys up so many local stations? I mean, definitely. People might be alarmed by, you know, the conservative nature of these owners. What we also have to keep in mind is that Sinclair is known for being a cost cutter, for cutting staff, for really taking away some of the from some of the financing for funding local news. And that's where I think we should also pay attention to because that funding is what pays the correspondent and their crews to go out and cover that local school meeting or anything like that. And so the less money they have for that, the less they can cover. Uh, And having those national must runs, those terror alert desks, things like that can be a little bit confusing for viewers because they don't necessarily know that this national owner is the one pushing it. Because like we were talking about before, they see ABC 15. And when you trust your local anchor to give you the news and then they're throwing to this segment, even if it's commentary, you know, you might be more likely to trust it as well. And, and that plus the cutting in budgets is, is what really concerns people with this ownership. Maxwell Tani is with The Daily Beast. Hadas Gold is with CNN. And thank you both. Thank you. Thanks, Charlie. And I'm Charlie Herman. This is Money Talking from WNYC.